This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Party like my name was Jacob Poet. And I'm hanging out, eating some nuts under a duckless. The boy had no toys, his mother had a say. Suicide, I stopped because I couldn't get laid. Well, I know I'm not the stunt that you swiped on, on Tinder. Jason is a pumpkin, and I knew in October. I'm here to should behave. Game Boy needs to save. I'll always listen up until my grave. I just want to seize the cheese. If I were you, the pocket show. Never follow Jake's advice. If I were you, the pocket show. Starts now. Remember that time uh, Jake admitted that he uh, fucks Amir's feet with Vaseline? That was pretty good. Whoa. Whoa, I didn't do that. What did it say? Remember the time Jake <laughs> admitted that he fucked Amir's feet with Vaseline? <laughs> oh, I think, yeah, I think he used coconut oil, right? Yeah, dude. I would never use Vaseline. It's too name brand. Mm-hmm. We would never throw them that It's plug. not organic enough. Uh, that was a fat lip cover, obviously. Yeah, dude. Fucking dope. I love that shit. Uh, well done. He says, he usually does rap, but if you want to check me out, find me on SoundCloud under the name. Oh, my God. What? This is a bad name. I can't even begin to understand how to say this, how to spell it. Let's see. It's hard to... To, it's hard to look at and it's hard to speak it. Wow. All right, give it a shot. They Wild, spelled T H Y W Y L D. Wait, T H Y W Y L D. Thigh Wild? Thigh Wild? They Wild? The Wild? The Wild. Thigh Wild. Thigh Wild. Oh, Thy Wild. Thy wild, yeah, but T H Y. Sorry, T H A Y. Oh, never mind. T H A T H A Y W Y Y W Y is the hard combination, right there. Why? Wait. Y W Y. They wild. Yeah, I like that. That's a cool name. It's tough to. It's tough to spell it that way. But if you see it, I think that's cool. T H A Y W Y L D. Is his name on SoundCloud? Shout out to They Wild. All right, not a bad name. Great song. He usually does rap, so check him out on SoundCloud. Have you ever been inspired to submit an actual theme song to this and like maybe try to like sneak it under it, like oh, a me? pseudonym? Yeah. No. You think he could do that? 
Yeah, I could. Because we can record it here using our mics, and then you would just need, what, the instrumental version of songs? And then I, you... I, would, I would play a guitar, dude, because I'm actually a musician. What's that? I would do like a music, like a cover band <laughs> parody thing, like uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, you know? Yeah. You and me. Oh, that's good. come from different worlds. <laughs> so so like, far, it's the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so like your version would be a different. Um, you get so mad at me when I play Tinder with <laughs> the girls. <laughs> God damn it. Um, can I stay at your place tonight? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You, th- uh, threw that, you threw that in. Yeah, no, I need... So I, <laughs> as you know, I'm visiting Los Angeles this week um, and I need a place to crash. <laughs> what happened? Where did you Where did you sleep last night? So since I've been here, I landed and I stayed. I hotel tonighted a, um, at the Standard. Yeah. No, not the Standard, the Ace. The was, Standard was a little standard, so you wanted to get standard. an Ace yeah. room at the I Ace. I had an Ace up my sleeve. Nice. So I stayed at the Ace, and that was pretty nice. <laughs> it was pretty Ace, That's if you good. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then the next night, I stayed on your on your pull-out sofa, right. which was, um, compared to the Ace, obviously dog shit, but it was It was, it was Jack. Cheap, and it was nice. Yeah. It was cheap because I didn't have to pay for anything. Right. And you got me dinner. I got you dinner that you never paid for. Which I didn't for. pay you for. So, so that's completely, everything else it's completely was, free. And like on no ballet because I just parked, as you saw, I parked yeah, a little on bit on my curb. front yard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Your tire was like right. spinning out on like a few right, of my right, succulents. Right. And it was, um, so that was, so that was like decent. Um, <laughs> and then the next night I stayed at Murph and Emily's, which was lovely. Uh, Why well, lovely for left them? Left out and a decent. spread for me. She had. <laughs> I, get, I got you dinner. You didn't she, pay for the yeah, dinner. You did, yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't you pay. You got me dinner. Yeah. You got me like a bunch of takeout that you just like put on the counter. I had to feed myself. No, not on the counter. actually made like a bounty in the morning. Like there's coffee, there's yeah. English muffins, there's peanut butter, there was cereal, Sorry. fruit. It's I left like before you woke a, up. A true bounty. It was beautiful. Um, la- laid out a towel for me in the guest room. Yeah, there was a towel in the bathroom In the bathroom. Yeah. I don't even know if it was clean or not. <laughs> Of course, it was clean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> I'm saying it was nice. I'm saying I liked Emily's. This all ends with A's. you requesting and to stay. And then the whole yeah. I'm getting there. Last okay. night I stayed at the Line Hotel. Very nice. Very choice. The Line was fine. The Line was more than fine. <laughs> the standard was standard. The Ace was Ace, and the Line was more than fine. <laughs> yes. Um. And lo and behold, now I don't have anywhere to stay. I could pay for another hotel. Why don't? Yeah. Why don't? <laughs> the Line I have is to do fun. laundry. <laughs> I have laundry that I have to do. I'm here for seven days. I only brought five pairs of underwear. So you know I have to do laundry. I'm out of socks. Okay. I'm, I'm on sorry my last to hear pair that. of socks today. Yeah. So I got to do laundry. So I need to come to your house. Uh-huh. I need to do the laundry there. <laughs> yes. I need to sleep there. And you want the dinner and you want the breakfast, right? Um, I won't say no if you want to grab dinner again. <laughs> grab dinner nice. means like two friends hanging out grabbing dinner. You mean me grab dinner for if you? If you can, yeah. Well, I... Don't, you don't grab it. Like, you like grab an apple like, on your you way out. You don't grab last dinner, time. okay? Because your girlfriend called it in. Yeah, but it was I your to, order. You, yeah, you gave I her had, an order. So I, like, order you something. ordered her. That's like just right off the bat. You you ordered her to order. And you, you picked things. it up, and so, I like, picked you it up, guys, and I paid for it. You did fifty percent of the work. You paid for it too, which is nice. <laughs> but don't feel like don't, don't say be like oh I ordered dinner. Like Avital ordered the dinner. Yeah, she ordered the dinner. I gave you my order, and you told Avital the order. She called it in. Yeah. You she did, called it in. <laughs> what did you do? I think I I I, I cleaned ate up. It. 
I cleaned everyone's dinner up, but not everyone's dinner, right? Well, <laughs> you out. threw your plate into the sink. It almost broke. You threw the plate into the sink. <laughs> so I did a trick because <laughs> it didn't break. You, okay. So I did a trick for Avital to entertain Avital. And tonight, is good. what do you? What would you need? Do you need uh, another hotel? D- that no, I don't need a hotel. I need to do laundry at your house. And, I need <laughs> and then where do you need out. to sleep? I need, to, I need to sleep on the pullout or the master if you would. I would prefer sleeping on the master, <laughs> of but course I feel you like sleep. that's a little... You prefer to sleep in my bed. You prefer to kick me out of my bed and to sleep in my bed. If I could sleep in your master, I'd, that'd be nice because it has the ensuite. And you, It and has you, the ensuite. <laughs> it, has, it has the patio. This all started with you trying to like sw- slip in a little request at the end of a Hootie and the Blowfish parody. <laughs> you and me. Squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. And then... So yeah, if I could stay at your place... That'd be nice. That'd be, that would be great. And, and then where's tomorrow? We do pokey for uh, dinner, like a pokey bowl. Yeah, and then where's tomorrow? Tomorrow I'll go back to the ace. <laughs> Just let's start the loop back again. Yeah. Ace, Murph and Emily's, then and then you. my place again if necessary. Right. Well, I guess that'll be on Sunday. It depends when I go back to New York. Maybe that'll be Sunday. Maybe that'll be Monday. Okay. I'm excited. All right. Cool. I'm glad we f- didn't figure it out, but you got your formal request in. I- what do you mean? You've, you <laughs> I need to do laundry. I know. Where else would I do it? Where? A laundromat? <laughs> like a... Coin-op? Uh, no. Yeah, there's one in not. Echo Park, I think, uh, on like Sunset. It's like Londo, Londo World. Yeah, I know, what, I know where Londo World is. <laughs> yeah. There's a Starbucks inside. I used to go there in the mornings when we lived on Lafayette. Yeah. I'm floored that you would even <laughs> suggest that I go to a coin-operated laundromat. It's like really steamy in there. Like it you gets have like a wash and dry at your house. You're not not using it. Even if you don't want me to sleep over, at least let me <laughs> come by and do the laundry. <laughs> at least you let me drop me it off. Yeah, order your dinner, pay for your dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's start the show at the very least. We just spent close to ten minutes discussing where you'll be sleeping tonight. I'm glad that we've landed. That we I haven't landed at your place. We haven't landed. We have landed. There. You've requ- You've what you should have been I put like in a formal request. Yeah. Is there a world where my request gets denied? Is there a world where it gets accepted? <laughs> what are you talking? About? I'll sleep at your mother's house then. <laughs> She'll do my laundry. She'll be glad to. This is if I were you. The only advice podcast on the web, hosted by us. I'm Amir. And <clears throat> I'm Jake. Sweet. Hi. Yeah, sorry about that. Recording this episode before my birthday, releasing it after my birthday. Oh. By the time you hear this, I'll be a 36-year-old. 36? How do you feel about being 36? That one feels like a big threshold to cross to me. It seems less than the threshold between 34 and 35. Yeah, 35 is kind of like squarely mid-30s. Because like 29 to 30, 30 is a big one. 31 to 30 is less than 29 to 30. Yeah. 31 to 32 is maybe more than 30 to 31. Because 30 and 31 are kind of similar. Interesting. 32 to 33 versus 31 to 32. I think that's bigger. Yeah. Because that's mid-30s. Yeah. 33 to 34 is less than 32 to 33 because 33 and 34 are both like mid 30s before 35 Mm -hmm. 34 to 35 bigger than 33 to 34 definitely yeah so now i'm at i'm now i'm like at the less big of a one 35 to 36 i see interesting but 36 is like i guess i guess 36 still feels like 
prime male age, but 37 for some reason. Yeah, 37 so will be big. 37, 37 will basically almost, be 40. Yeah, it almost feels older than 40 on the on the ear to me. Yeah, I'm 37. Oh, that's pretty old. 40. Oh, so you're like you're newly 40. Yeah, that's not. I guess that it old. depends on like where your what your milestones are though, because like you're not married, no kids, yeah. no real career to speak of. I was, well, I at 36, sort of, so that's kind of depressing. Been, like, getting, but like I've been focusing on in myself. a way. <laughs> I've been like trying to. Then you look at somebody like me who's like married, doing amazing in Hollywood. the same. And then uh, I'm only 33, and it's like, oh wow, this guy really has his shit together. This guy's like (laughs) shit together. Up and up. Our career. Why are you on the up and up? But I'm over the hill. I don't know. I feel like true TV. You have to sleep on on pilot. Your pilot. (laughs) They passed on your pilot. I I wrote a pilot by myself. I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah, with me. Career-wise, very similar. It's pretty cool that I wrote a pilot. You have to you have to sleep at my home today. I don't have You're to sleep there. Today. I think it makes more sense if I sleep. You're there. out as of socks. To, as long as I'm coming over there. You're out of socks. I'm out of socks. As long as You're I'm coming over to do laundry, you don't dinner, have a place well to sleep, sleep over, tonight. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I might as well sleep there if I'm going to be there doing laundry and having dinner. <laughs> Fine, I'll sleep at a hotel unless I get sleepy while I do laundry. <laughs> Undoing the bed at 6.45 p.m. Christ. Just in case. Um, I had a list of questions to answer, but now there's, <laughs> there's a question staring at me that I haven't read, but the subject line feels so good. I want to almost read it blind on this Whoa, podcast. All right. It's called Nephew's Haircut. It's kind of a unique, cool-sounding Very question. Very much so. Do you have a nephew's name? Um, I don't have any nephew. And, oh, neither what do about you. your aunt? Because it, it, it appears. Oh no, this guy's an uncle. What about your uncle's name? All of my uncles are named John. Okay, so we'll call this guy John. Yeah. This guy has to deal with his nephew's haircut. I don't know how. What kind of question you would have about your nephew's haircut? But let's find out. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I have a problem. I would like your help with. So my big sister's sister is a hairdresser, and she has two wonderful sons. I love them all, but she has gotten to them. She has gotten them a horrible haircut. See attached photo. There's no photo. One of them looks like a godless tractor lesbian, and the other one has lightning down the side. I mean, come on. It's your profession. How do I tell her she made a mistake? If you are wondering where the photo is, I'm not a douchebag. I won't give my nephew's photos to strangers on the internet. (laughs) Nice, a twist. (laughs) Anyway, how do I tell my bitch-ass sister that her son's haircut sucks? XOXO, world's best uncle. Hmm. Wait, it's just one nephew, right? Yeah. How old is the kid? I don't know. Horrible haircut lesbian with a lightning I don't know there's two nephews one is one looks like a quote godless tractor lesbian which I don't know what that is and the other one has quote a lightning down the side that sounds awesome especially if you're a how boy. cool it is to have like I feel like young kids with really funny haircuts like yeah. trendy ass like cool haircuts is, yeah. is fun you know when I was a boy like sick between the ages of six and ten it seems like there were two kinds of haircuts. There was one that I got, which is just the bowl cut. Just like cut it four inches and let it fall like a mushroom. Right. And then the cool kids got spiky hair. Gel. Mm-hmm. Short gel. with gel. A second grader, a third grader using gel. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are like the kids that got like their ears pierced in right. like fifth grade. I got my ear pierced in third grade. Is that true? That's real. You got your ear pierced in third grade. In third grade, I had my ear pierced. An eight-year-old boy 
Yeah. And you're like, I want my ears pierced. My yeah. ear pierced. I think like me and all my friends like had ear, our ears pierced. Eight is really young. It is really young. It's crazy. <laughs> it's really fucking bizarre. And your dad and I mean, your mom time, said yes. I'm like, I, I'm old enough. I'm eight. <laughs> I'm already eight. Christ, mother. I waited this long. Four years ago, I was four. I get that. You don't want to give me an earring. Yeah. I'd so wait, like, so what kind of earring did you get in third grade? I had um, a stud in my left ear. <laughs> Gold stud. <laughs> I was a stud. I was. A and then, stud. how long did that ear stud stay there? It stayed there for about a year in the ear before <laughs> it got so infected <laughs> that I had to get my uh, pus-filled cyst drained at age nine. <laughs> as a nine-year-old, as a fourth grader, I had, um, I had, yeah, I had elective ear surgery. <laughs> Inpatient care. I had my boil lanced. (laughs) And then, did you not have an earring in fifth grade? Um, Yeah, did not have an earring in fifth grade. And then I might have got another earring pierced it again in sixth grade. Wow! If you had an eight-year-old boy and he wanted his ears pierced, are you going for it? I guess I, I would probably listen to his reasons. Yeah. Yeah. All my friends are doing it. I'm eight. I think, I guess, it's interesting. I feel like, you know, there's that old saying, like, if all your friends are doing it, like, or jumping off a bridge, would you do it? Yeah. And, like, I think there's some sort, not to the jumping off a bridge, but I think there's something, like, valid to, like, all of my (laughs) friends are doing it. This will help me fit in at school. Yeah. I would be like, oh, that's that's a good argument. As a third grader. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So, anyway. Oh, yeah. So, you, I think when I was that age, um... The the haircuts were um, bowl cut, long hair. No, actually, I had long hair when I was like third grade. Like and down then, to your shoulders? Uh, yeah. And then, but then there was one time, I think maybe in like second grade, that I wanted a rat tail. Wow. I really wanted a rat tail. <laughs> a rat tail and an earring. Yeah. Hey, the earring's going to have to wait until you're in third grade. I, and I came home, my friend's mom was like a hairdresser and I came home from her house and I had a rat tail and my mom was really mad and she made me shave it off. Wow. <laughs> so she could, she, she would abide the earring, but not the rat tail. Wait, you went to your friend's house and his mom gave you a rat tail, yeah. which is basically like a pretty extreme haircut, leaving a really long little tail at the bottom of yeah. it. And I think braided I had it. like, yeah, I had like relatively long hair and she just shaved the back of my head and <laughs> left the tail. That seems pretty extreme for a friend's mom to do to a seven-year-old without your mom's permission. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's the suburbs, baby. <laughs> I want to talk to parents because, like, when you're a kid, like, you go over to your friend's house, their parents feed you, their parents do this, sometimes they give you a haircut. I bet there's lots of drama happening at the top on the parent level that we don't know about. Yeah, did you ever have a friend, a friend's dad, like, just yell at you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not yell, but we had, like, friends that gave us food that we weren't allowed to have. Oh. That's like, funny. oh, Amir's mom gives us McDonald's. I'm not supposed to have it, but like, right. I'm like, don't, Yeah, like, don't tell your mom. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. You fed my kids stuff that I'm actively trying to, like, keep away from them. Yeah. I had a one friend that, like, had a nanny, and the nanny always got us McDonald's and, like, made gave us chocolate milk. Like, this place is great. Chocolate fucking milk. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if my parents were like, don't give my She's kid. Like, horrified. Yeah. And now it's like with allergies and stuff. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. 
everybody's a fucking snowflake now. <laughs> I th- I'm going to shave your kid's head. Well, that reminds me of, the, of this guy. I feel like you do an uncle trip. Like, hey, can I take the kids to the arcade or to, uh, to like, mini golf or, I don't know, go-karts? What do, what do you do with it? Eight-year-old. Um, yeah. I think this is out of the uncle's jurisdiction. I don't think I'm in charge of haircuts. I think it's squarely in the uncle's juris- <laughs> jurisdiction to fuck with his sister, though. You he- take the kids out to fucking the golf range. <laughs> the driving you range. said this was mini golf yeah we'll fucking take a the driving, pitching wedge and the, smack a, away there was a like a, um something in my hometown called the only game in town and it was like mini golf a driving range and an um, arcade an arcade batting cages, batting cages yeah. Go, yeah go-karts so that's why I, <laughs> I and that's exactly where i would take my niece and nephew if they if i had them so you uh, take and then on the there. way back you get them a fucking haircut You're like how'd you like a mohawk How'd you like a normal haircut? Whatever you want to do. Maybe they want this haircut. Maybe it's like the kid's choice. Well, then that's how you find out. If the kids want it, then you step the fuck back. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like it's the uncle's job to give them the weird lightning bolt. But if the mom's already doing it. Yeah. I imagine the kid probably wants the cool lightning bolt haircut. I like that he said he was going to send us a picture of it. Then he said, I'm not giving you pictures of the nephews. That's fair. But I imagine them blonde, bowl-cutted boys. Mm -hmm. Whether you like it or not. Uh, another lady will call this, I don't know, what's your aunt's name? Um, Lisa. Lisa writes, I'm going to be the bridesmaid in my brother's wedding, and while I love the woman he's marrying, I don't really know the other ladies. The wedding party, uh, in the wedding party, I'm the youngest one, 22, so not so weird, but I feel like they're all friends, and I'm only invited because she felt like she had to include me. Luckily, the bridesmaid's dress isn't too expensive, but the bachelorette party is going to cost about uh, $550. I know you hotshots might think like that's nothing, but to put this in perspective, it would be like if you guys had to pay $5,500 for a little wedding. That's right. She's already doing the math that it's like, imagine 10x what it costs. Okay. Needless to say, I'm worried about a lot of things going on. How do you guys suggest I make it through this potentially awkward hangout with these ladies who are already super close? And how do I not freak out about the money? Love the show. Hope to hear Jake on Twinovation and Amir on NADPOD sometime soon. Ooh. A double crossover. Should we double crossover her? Yeah. Double cross her over. Double cross her over, dude. I think the money thing is an easy out because the the person you're marrying sister in your bridal party is a very tricky thing to navigate it's like a it's a thing that you sort of have to do either the but i feel like she wouldn't be that disappointed if you didn't come cuz she's already there with her friends you don't necessarily feel like you have to go because they're all friends and you're not you yeah, use the so money as an excuse to back out her brothers her brother's yeah, her brother's wife. So she doesn't know anybody. She's not the same age. She doesn't have the money. Yeah, one hundred percent back out. Back you out. You honestly should back out even <laughs> if you had the money. She invited you out of courtesy. She and you're would saying so yes much rather be there with her best friends. Well, she is going to be there with her best friends, and not have you there. One hundred percent. She would rather not have you there. Oh yeah, that's tough love. That is, but that's I. I mean. As somebody that has dealt with lots of wedding stuff, um, I th- like you invite the significant other's family out sort of courtesy. Of as, like, yeah, out of cur- like, thank God Jill doesn't have a brother. You kind of dodged to that bullet on my bachelor party, and it would have sucked. But yours, yours, <laughs> your, um, and it's kind of weird because they're like closer to the the 
soon-to-be wife, and this like the bachelor party is supposed to be like getting away from that side of the family. Yes, exactly. But you have four sisters. How did Jill navigate that? Well, Jill had a bachelorette party that had like 15 people. So Were your sisters invited? No. So it wasn't even the courteous yes and then followed by the courteous no. Yeah, but it was, I think that was just because it's like, it's already so huge and I have so many sisters. Um, but I think the move is what we all did, which is like, bachelorette and bachelor parties totally separate and then like do something with them like when my my sister also got married and my brother-in-law invited me on the bachelor party wish i could have gone i didn't (laughs) but i also think that there's definitely a world where him and his friends had much more fun that since i was not there me and micah both couldn't go that's right and they definitely like did more insane shit because like they didn't have weird brother chaperone can we eliminate that as a common courtesy could we put that into our society speak it into existence no more inviting your um others same gender relative yet. at least not ab- out of obligation because you can also picture like if you happen to be that close yeah but i just i but so close that they're like your best of best friends already maybe if, if there's like a world where you've been with somebody for like 10 years so you've like had a decade long friendship with their significant others, yeah, or with their with their siblings. Um, but when me and Micah didn't go to my brother in law's bachelor party, we like took him out for a night when we were all home in Connecticut, and it was great. So, so separate we, like, from had your best siblings. Friends. Yeah, it was like it was almost like an uh, a bachelor party mini. Yeah, which I think is really nice. Like just make a point to do something like diet take, bachelor party. Yeah, so you take your soon to be sister in law out for dinner or on some other kind of adventure somewhere. Get uh, your nails did. Go to a movie. Go Amsterdam to a driving for range. the week. <laughs> Whorehouse club. No. no. Burgine. Um, yeah, you do something else special. Save right. the money. All right, cool. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back, uh, talk some more questions and answers after this. Woo! Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's a They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product. From Squarespace. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique Mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's that's a non-movement good. movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing yeah uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results 
that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most of it yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we're back. Jake Hurwitz, do you have any? Not this week, but I know you do. <laughs> Yeah, so I've been using a new app. I hate for this to sound like a sponsored segment, so just know that they're not paying me to say this. Sure. The app... There's money falling out of your phone right now, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's unrelated. That's just a wallet that I bought. Uh, One Second Every Day, an app that my girlfriend taught me about. You upload a second clip of video every day, and at the end, or you know, whenever you want, it spits out uh, a little video collage of that chunk of time. I think I'm going to do it for 2019. So far, I'm on day 10 right now. I got one second every day. It already feels like a fun video diary. I can't wait until... Yeah, I've been keeping up with it. I can't wait till like February or June or the end of the year. I'm going to have a second. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that date, that date, that date, that day. It's kind of like an easy diary to keep. Yeah. Um, you've been, you've been wanting to keep a diary for some time. Yeah, but like I felt bad diarying and journaling and this is a, it's, I'm already taking yeah. pictures and videos. I spend at least an hour and a half every night with my journal. diary. It's, yeah. It is a detailed recap of, of the, the day. day. Yeah. Oftentimes quoting people in full. Yeah. Almost like you've been interviewing people mm-hmm. about a documentary. I have a bibliography of your life. for my diary. Work cited mm-hmm. from A to Z. 
thousands of people. So this is just one second. You take like a couple second video, then you choose the one second inside the video. That's right. And, Actually, and I'll take it now. It. I'll take it now because this will be like the, oh, that day that I talked about one second every day. Cool. Uh, sorry, you can ask me questions while I videotape you. What were you asking? Um, what happens to the other part of the video? Uh, you basically can delete the source video once you're done with the do one you delete second the source show. video? I haven't yet, but I have a yeah. feeling my... That's taking up a lot of space <laughs> on your phone, pal. So let's delete the source video. You're still videotaping me right now. Yeah, that's a 13-second chunk. I'll use one and get rid of the scraps. Well, you won't get rid of the scraps. According to... You have you have two weeks worth of 15 Vlogging. second I'm a vlogger now, for lack of a better term. I just feel like that's really eating up on your storage space, pal. Don't worry. I upgraded my iCloud, so I've got 200 gigs you, just to spend. You upgraded the iCloud, but you didn't have to. Didn't have to. I could have deleted videos, photos, and all that stuff. And I kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll pay $2 a month. $2 a month? Yeah. Well, I won't do it. <laughs> I refuse to. How big is your phone? Uh, I have a very tiny little phone. You can see it's the size, <laughs> the size of your iPod Nano. Your pinky nail. Where'd you get that? That's an iPod Shuffle from it, 2007. A, yeah, the Dollhouse Store. <laughs> that is a dinky little phone. What are you rocking? I got, I got a big one. I have like the. What's the biggest iPhone? 256 gigs. I think I have that one. 256. Well, wait. I guess I could look it up if you just go to um, settings. Yeah. Setting. I feel like actually I feel like I got the one something. 128. That's Where, more how likely. How do I find that out? Oh, about this phone? Yeah. Okay. Settings, that. storage. This is this is good stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, I have 200, 217 gigs available. Wow. So you went for the full big boy, and you could have gotten the little 64 gigs. You would have had more than enough space. I Yeah, evidently. It looks like <laughs> I am using... Um, where does it say how much I'm using? Well, if it's 217, you probably got the 256 and what, you're using 36 oh, yeah, gigs two, of data? Right, yep, that's that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Downgrade your phone. <laughs> <laughs> your phone is heavy for no reason. It's the opposite of my phone. <laughs> I'm swimming in videos and you have a, a quarter of a terabyte of space. So like, I keep it light. And you're I walking around, light. yeah, but then you're walking around with an external hard drive. Splinter cell. Uh, on your, <laughs> don't even, I'm a don't even get the, full of external hard drives. <laughs> I can videotape the next two and a half weeks of my life and be good to go. Mm -hmm. uh, so this could be perfect for you. One second every day, the number one, then S, then E. One second every day. That's my unsolicited advice. I feel like I've never seen you be this sentimental. Take it or leave it. Yeah, that's it what my girlfriend sentimental. said too. It's very sentimental for me. I don't view it as sentimental, but I guess it is. I view it more like I'm already taking pictures data and storage. videos. Yeah, data yeah. storage, analysis, compartmentalizing, organization, thoughts, feelings, prayers, all in one, ready to go app. Now I can forget about family vacations I've taken. I think it's sentimental. Because I feel like I go around and I, when I see new things, I take a picture. Like if you were, if you were walking around in yeah. a new place and there's an awesome sunset, you take a picture, right? I do that, yes. And then it's on your phone. You never, you hardly ever look at it again. I actually do because I keep my phone so light that my photo app is basically a library. Yeah, but then what are you, what are you doing with those old pictures like a sunset from two and a half years ago? I'll print them out and uh, <laughs> turn them into a quilt. <laughs> All right, you're a, you're a bad person to ask about this thing because, wow, that's really thoughtful. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll turn it into a quilt. Everything I have gets eventually turned into a quilt. Mm -hmm. I have all these pictures and videos on my phone, and this is like a way to use them in a way. Right. Because that's otherwise nice. I just dump them on my computer. I have like 10 years worth of videos and pictures on my computer. 
I don't know what I'm gonna do with. You do it. You have so much stuff on your computer. You don't, do you don't put any of it in an external hard drive? No, I don't. That's I don't crazy. Because I'm not an external hard drive yet. I just get a big computer and I dump it all there. Yeah, it seems almost like that could be a New Year's resolution for you to like sort of an external hard drive this stuff. And then what do you do with your external hard drive? You put it away and you never really look at it but it feels good to have your computer be clean of all this stuff i mean that's a ton of shit that's like on your computer that like makes finding things that you need a little hard doesn't it i don't know i just sort of like put it in one like 2000 macbook 2010 to 2015 it's all in one folder so it looks like just a little icon on my desktop yeah i mean that's kind of what an external hard drive yeah, it's like a physical manifestation of that folder. Yeah, but if you need to like find a file on your computer, you're doing like Control F, and there's like so many files that it has to yes. look through. It's yeah, yeah, ten years, fifteen years. I have college essays on this thing. Yeah, and they're all really good. Well, <laughs> here's here's one called yeah, let's, the let's, old man in the sea. Well, yeah, let's read the essay that didn't get you into Stanford. <laughs> it wasn't. It didn't even get you into do that Stanford. rejection. <laughs> no, this is actually after that. Yeah. This is after the rejection. Actually, I used it to fuel the fire to fucking get a B freaking minus. You wish that you could get it to fucking Moravian, dude. <laughs> what is that? Moravian. Where is Monravia? Moravian. What is that? It's, it's the seventh oldest college in the nation. It's borderline Ivy League. It, Ivy it was League shut college. down. Shut down four years ago. It really? lost its accreditation. It's a college. Why? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess po- now it's just a church. Look up Moravian. I'm serious. <laughs> Why don't you look up Moravian and you see if it's the if it's the seventh oldest school? Yeah, it forwards nation. to Palaki University. It's, it's basically Harvard. It's basically Princeton. It was it's purchased Yale for all intents and purposes. So Amazon just it uses it as, uses it as a digital storage <laughs> campus now. <laughs> okay. they, they bring old computers. Okay. There well, I also went to Southern. Huh? I also went to Southern, which is basically UConn. Southern University? Southern Connecticut State University. You said Southern. Hunter. Huh? I went to Hunter. I went to Hunter. Student expelled for for exposing himself. That wasn't me. Yeah. (laughs) He said, I went to fucking... That happened at the school. I went to Southern. I went to Southern. Look it up. I went to Southern, (laughs) he said, waving his dick around to and fro at Hunter College. All right. All right, that's enough. Eugene Lang. <laughs> Eugene Lang, the new University school. of Phoenix offline. <laughs> that's right. They sent me books to read. No one went to more college than me. Basically a doctor. That's cool. Yep. Uh, all right, let's answer some more questions. All right. Um, ooh. Okay, this one's called A Bit of a Doozy. Okay. How about somebody you went to college with? Okay. Uh, Tim. I like that. Tim writes, I met this girl at work a couple months back and we really hit it off. A week in, I found out that she has three kids, but her ex-husband has come out as gay and was no longer involved. Usually, kids would be a deal breaker, but I wasn't at all put off at the time. Two weeks later, she told me she's now five months pregnant. Then we started making out when I would take her home and I got really close. She admitted to me that she was pregnant with a second guy, not her ex, but she had then split up with this guy and left the state, so he's out of the picture too. Apparently, after I came into the picture and reminded her what it was like to be treated properly, she told him she doesn't want to talk to him anymore and canceled the plans she had to try to follow him and move move with him where he was. A week after that, we had sex and we've only gotten closer. Am I just being a complete moron, assuming things will work out for the best if I do everything right with this girl? What would you do if you were me? She's 25 and I'm 23. 
and all her kids are under four in case that has any bearing on anything. Jeez. <laughs> four kids, an ex-husband, and a baby daddy in her. She's 25. Right. Would that discourage you? Um, I don't think so. I've dated girls with kids before. Really? Yeah. You dated girls with kids. Yeah. <laughs> You've gone on dates with girls who had children. Yes. More than one child? Mm, I think all of them only had one kid. Okay. Maybe, so, yeah, I think it was always one. Would you say this is not necessarily a deal breaker for you? That's the only way we can answer this question is what would you do in this situation? I don't know. Because even then I felt like there was some small part of me that was like going on the dates for the novelty. And if it ever got that super real, I would be afraid. Got it. You don't actually want to be a stepfather of them. I don't this know. guy's only 23. But like, I, I, who am I to say, to give advice that's like, don't follow your heart, don't fall in love. If you're feeling like you could love this person, I don't think that um, kids should make you not. Yeah. I think there are seem to be other red flags. For example, the guy that she was told that she would move with because she's pregnant with his child. Yeah, that she was going to move out of the state to be with a guy and then decided on a whim kind of to not <laughs> do that. And, but, you know, it's sometimes there, there are people that do crazy things all the time and they're too crazy. And then there's sometimes somebody that does something that's like out of character crazy and it all works out for the best. Yeah. Like this could... Her not going to move out of state to be with you might just be the craziest thing that she's ever done, and it works out, and everything's fine. Yeah. Um, or maybe she does this kind of thing all the time, <laughs> <laughs> and only time can really tell. I don't know. This For me, this is too much drama, too much backstory. Relationships are hard enough. Now you're dealing with a gay ex-husband, three kids, one more on the way, this guy who thinks she's moving. It just, it seems like a tough foot to start on. That you are entering a relationship where there will be like half siblings. <laughs> half siblings for sure. You're a stepfather to four and two other guys in the picture. Stepfather to four kids who don't all have the same dad. Yeah. Also, you're 25. She No, sorry, you're 23. 23. 23. That's pretty very... young to be a father of four. Right. But nobody's saying that he has to be a father to the kids. Like, would you say that he shouldn't even, like, see if he loves this person? Like, don't even bother? Don't even bother seeing if you care about them? See, that's the thing. I don't want to, like, because maybe this guy's like, I don't give a shit about any of that. I love this person. I want to be with her, and I'll be the father to four. And then it's like, all right, go for it, buddy. But I wouldn't personally do it. Mm. But I'm lazy like that. Well, and you, you do have a few kids. I have f two with one lady and then four with the new missus yeah. and then and a baby mama. A, and you're like, I don't want to be a father. I'm an absentee mm -hmm. father right. to six plus the three from the previous. And you're, do you pay the child support and stuff? Or is that no, like... so two of them think I'm dead. Dead, yeah. Two of the kids? Yeah, this was of... back when I was Amos. Remember oh. I told you? I lived no, in I Texas think... for like eight years. I did not. I was Amos for a spell. You... Moved to Texas. I had long blonde hair. Yeah, Amos. I was. I was Amos. You dyed your hair blonde. And you, yeah, and, you grew and did it the out. fingertips thing. And what do you mean fingertips? Changed, I burned my fingertips off just so I'm completely off the grid. Changed my eye color, hair, and voice. That's when I was, what was Amos. Amos's voice like. Amos was a lot like this. He was kind of like a cool guy. Oh, he had a drawl. Yeah, he had a drawl, and he had seven and he kids. Was, he had blonde, and he and he no drove a car, drove a car. 
off a freaking cliff. Completely burn the car. And, you know, nobody knows and where Amos two, is Amos has, <laughs> How many kids did Amos have? Amos two had kids? nine. <laughs> he said... <laughs> The nine kids, and they were all a little different. Amos Jr., oh, yeah, I imagine <laughs> Jack, Robert, they're all a little different. Susie and Damon were back to backers, kind of Irish twins. Jack, in Ryan, Susie, and Damon. Damon, Damon was the fourth. He yeah. kicked a lot in the womb. Jack, the, is that what you called it? There was Nancy, and Jack there was Cord. Cord was Cord? a silly fellow. <laughs> He never knew his daddy. There was <laughs> Kyan. His daddy was Amos. Kyan and Kieran. They were the twins. The Kyan little, and Kieran. Kyan okay. and Kieran. And lastly, little Twa. <laughs> T-O-I-N-E. He never knew his father neither. <laughs> and then I moved to New York and I did the college humor thing. <laughs> what was the last one, Sam? Twa. <laughs> the last what? The last kids. Oh, Twan. Twan? Yeah. <laughs> his mom was... French Polynesian. And none of these kids ever knew their dad. <laughs> no. It's... Amos was long gone by the time they reached four or five years old. Amos w- sounds like a real piece of shit. And Amos was came... a bad guy. And then, so it was after that you, after you had Twan, mm. you <laughs> moved to New York and that was when you started doing prank war stuff with yeah. Streeter. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So I met Streeter that day and I was like, I'll be like a Jew for a decade. Are you sure that you're not Amos playing a mirror? <laughs> Were you always a mirror and you had you did Amos for a spell? No, Amos was because Amos was after Andrew. So like I was completely different. I know nothing of Andrew. Oh really? Well, yeah, of course I don't know Andrew. <laughs> yeah, so from zero to eighteen, I was Andrew, a French Canadian queen. <laughs> Your royalty from Quebec. In Quebec, yeah, it was. God, what was Andrew like? I completely forget. That's who you are. <laughs> Well, you you live so much as Amos and then Amir that you sort of forget where you came from. So I probably have more kids than that. And Andy had kids at eighteen. Andy had two. Yeah, as a teenager. So you have eleven kids. What are oui, those two oui, kids' oui. names? Oh, four. Andy. Oh my God! You're yeah, French. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're uh, a French Canuck. It was uh, Sydney. Yes, the little Sid- girl. And uh, who else? It was. Uh, it's like your kid. Blage. Sydney and Blage. <laughs> And then at some point you had a kid named Demon. <laughs> yeah. Kyan oh, and no. Kieran Amos and Twan. <laughs> yes, sir. Amos. Yes, sir. And does Amir Blumenfeld have any kids? No, I, it kind of grosses me out to have kids. I, like I don't this. need the I like, you, I like this one guy the best. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that you befriended. You never see a Jake and Amos or a Jake and Andrew. I feel like you do see a Jake and Amos. Yeah, but that's the, the two Amish guys that sell pickles at certain restaurants. That's right. Uh, so this guy's 23. I say, don't necessarily go for it. I'm a little afraid of that situation. And I say, proceed with caution. <laughs> and reverence? I would say you could have some reverence. And? For reference. That's good. Uh, one last question. Okay. <laughs> Okay, 23-year-old girl, uh, we'll call her, I don't know, Fortress. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Fortress writes. You, you are good at naming your children. <laughs> Fortress writes, I'm a 23-year-old girl who just moved across the U.S. to start a job, a job that I've now despised, but I'll spare you the details, and I recently downloaded Tinder. Seeing as though I know absolutely no one in the city and I'm very much single. 
Cool. I tend to prefer forming meaningful relationships as opposed to just looking for random guys to hook up with. Unfortunately, the majority of dudes on Tinder solely want to fuck and don't care about anything else. After the endless weeks of swiping, I found a nice, smart mechanical engineer. We went out for lunch one day and all went well until we started planning our next date. When I suggested meeting up the following weekend, he said he couldn't due to a DDR convention that he was attending. That's right. DDR, as in the outdated video game Dance Dance Revolution. Oh. Apparently, most weekends he drives hours away so that he can um, compete. uh, Drives hours away so he can compete at live streaming DDR conventions. I found it strange, but I put aside my opinion since he seemed nice enough. However, when we were planning our second date, he suggested going to a trampoline park. Is it just me or is this a weird date suggestion? Anyway, I half-heartedly said sure since I couldn't say no to his face. And a few days later, he texted me a link to a trampoline park that he wants to take me to, and I haven't responded. I really don't know that our interests are very compatible with one another, but every guy on Tinder is just some stupid asshole. So what do I do? Do I continue to date this weirdo freak who spends all his time at DDR conventions, or do I just give into the peer pressure of Tinder and find some guy to hook up with? Sincerely, Fortress. I, for me, DDR is a bridge too far. Really? That's a deal breaker for you. And I play D&D. <laughs> Can you imagine playing DNDDR? Dance Dance and Drun- Dungeons and Dance Dance Revolution. Whoa. So it's hard one Surefoot playing Twister. He would never. Huh? <laughs> he would never. He's too busy saving the goddamn world. All right. Right foot on green. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're going to be eliminated. I <laughs> swing my hammer at them. <laughs> that's right. Hard One has a hammer now. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. He found it on like a Home Depot or how does that work? Found it at Home Depot. <laughs> or like bought it on eBay or some it shit. It was gifted to him. Was it like a little dinky 99 great, cent hammer? By the great dwarves <laughs> of the three great dwarven houses. What's that? by Morden. Yeah, I can like imagine him with hammer. like a little like dinky hammer being like, Not ah, a dinky ah, hammer. ah, It's a king's hammer. <laughs> when he swings it, does he go like, eh? He's the first human to ever wield it. <laughs> What's that? Guarded by spirit guardians. Uh, okay. I don't know. I was yeah, just joking, joking around. <laughs> So you're I was not gonna hang just, a picture with it, okay? <laughs> I was just fucking around. Yeah, well, it's not funny. <laughs> I'm just, just not playing funny. around like All you right. do. You're playing around with your no, friends. Yeah, I'm fun. That's fine. <laughs> okay, we're playing around. We're playing around. Just don't All talk right. about a hard one, okay? <laughs> Why don't you just keep his name out of your damn mouth? <laughs> I'm just we're having fun. Right. Time. I'm having fun. I think it's fun when you don't talk shit about hard ones. <laughs> hard ones just this made up little goofy guy that you He's made up. Right? Six foot six. Is that small to you? Well, I see you painting his little thing, right? Isn't that how tall he is? Yeah, well, no. It's, he's like an inch a, little it's plastic. It's a, he's that little dildo, that's right? That's a reckless. Don't that's you sit on that little dildo and you say, like, look dildo. at me now. I'm the hard one or it's something? The, no. <laughs> what? I don't do that at you all. You don't sit on the figure? I never sit on the figure. Well, how would I sit on the figure? I don't know. No, no one's... It looks like a butt plug. I'm sorry. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> hard one's a little butt plug, right? No. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway. No, it's not. Um, yeah. So, what were you saying? <laughs> DDR is nerdy or something? No. <laughs> um, the trampoline <laughs> thing could be fun. <laughs> That's... I'm down to go to Sky Park with him. It's interesting because I feel like on its own, it's like this guy invited me to trampoline thing. Is that too lame? I'd be like, no, that could be interesting. It's a, it's it's at least different. Dates are always like just the same. Get a drink, get a coffee, 
So this is different. You yeah, you're jumping like, around, bouncing around. I feel like you get out of your comfort zone. I also heard that like things that get your um, that are exhilarating like this, that kind of like get those juices flowing in your body, like make you form a more meaningful connection to the person that you're with. There you go. These like uh, the, it like triggers that sense of euphoria. Yeah, is good for a date, but but then when I hear that it's like part of this guy's overall vibe of like driving really far away for a DDR thing and a trampoline thing. I just don't know. <laughs> it's funny. The the lady with two ex-husbands and four kids and one on the way, you're like, yeah, go for it. It's like, this guy's a mechanical mechanical engineer, super sweet guy, what, does DDR. And you're like, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. It's, it's a, a hard to get, pill to swallow. It's a swallow. lot to get yourself into. That's all. <laughs> I think any passion, despite how quote unquote nerdy it is, is I don't know. I think that's good. The uh, worst part yeah. is like if someone who doesn't do anything. I feel like shit. You're then right. you're like bored and it's like, who is this guy? He doesn't do anything. At least DDR is like something. Give well, me what, something. I mean, what if you're, and your it's passions active. are like so, if like, it's, it's one thing to be like, oh, you're passionate about that. That's cool. But like, if I think your passion isn't, if I'm not indifferent, if I think it's dumb. Like, that's hard. Yeah, but it, it also depends, one, what the passion is. This is like an active, it's uh, uh, objectively difficult to be great at DDR. So, like, why don't you see him do it, and then you the might be impressed. Well, I mean, like, I'm, I'm placed pretty well, but I'm not like a killer. good enough at DDR that she would go to a, <laughs> uh, one of these meetups and be like, I actually think you're hot. He, not I hot, like but you'd be impressed. You'd have to be, it's, yeah. It feels like you could... He is. It's impressive. He could be good enough. He could be so good that it's unimpressive. That it's a problem. <laughs> it's like a bell curve. If you're pretty good at DDR, that's really impressive. And if you're the best in the world, then that's depressive. Mm -hmm. But it's like doing a Rubik's cube really fast. Would you be impressed, or would you be like, "This is lame"? Um, Same I, thing. DDR is even more active because you're dancing around. Maybe he's good at actual dancing. He just got to follow the arrows. Doof, doof, well, that's doof, not actual doof. dancing. That's DDR. Hmm. It's a revolution. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> I sure wouldn't. Well, <laughs> I say go for it. This guy sounds a lot better than the fuck boys on Tinder. Plus, he's a mechanical engineer, so he's a smart dude. I yeah, I'll, I'll say go for it, but then also continue going for, continue going for it in other avenues on Tinder. I think that just because this guy beats all of the other shitheads doesn't mean that he's the one yet. You're just it just means you're getting closer. That's true. There's uh, it's not just fuck boys or him. Mm -hmm. You can dabble. See what else is out there. Plenty of fish in the sea. All right. Thanks so much. That's our episode. Uh, if you have your own questions, it's show at gmail.com. If you have your own theme songs, same email. Uh, we're always in need of theme songs. The opening one was the Fat Lip cover. This closing one was written by someone named Tommy Badger. So thanks, Tommy Badger. Thank you. Thanks to the, uh, who wrote the Fat Lip one? <gasps> fat Lip. Oh. Um, this was they they wild. Of course, how could we forget <laughs> they, wild. they wild? Thanks to they wild. Thanks to Tommy Badger. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next week as always. Ciao.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody who the fucking hosts are? Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder, Leitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right, bye.